listening to The Higher Ed Marketer, a podcast geared towards marketing professionals in higher education. This show will tackle all sorts of questions related to student recruitment, donor relations, marketing trends, new technologies, and so much more. If you're looking for conversations centered around where the industry is going, this podcast is for you. Let's get into the show. Welcome to the Higher Ed Marketer podcast, where each week, Mark Kaler from Kaler Solutions and myself, Troy Singer from Think Patented, interview higher ed marketers that we admire and we feel have something to bring to the higher ed community. And this is a special episode. We are interviewing Courtney Cannon, and she is with Gallaudet University. Courtney reached out to us during our last webinar and asked us if we could provide captioning because she is hearing impaired, which spurred a long conversation because she was thankful we were able to do that around inclusive marketing. And we felt that it was a message that should be brought to the entire community to better understand. Yeah, Troy, it's, it's been a, a great journey with, with Courtney. And I, I, I have to say that because I have not had a lot of experience with the deaf community and with those who are needing different opportunities like that, I was a little bit intimidated. I'll be honest, I, when, when she first reached out and, and needed that, I, I wanted to do that. And we found out how to do that utilizing Zoom and a tool called Otter. And so we were able to accommodate that. And she was so grateful for that. She said it was the first time she'd ever been to a webinar that someone actually you know, accommodated that. And so I was very proud of our team of being able to do that. But then afterwards, I was following up with her and getting to know her better and, and uh, offering to uh, review some things at Gallaudet. And, you know, I wasn't sure how to, you know, engage whether Zoom was the way to do it or how that worked. Again, I just didn't know. And so it's been such a great journey to be able to get to know Courtney, to be able to have some frank, honest conversations. And and this is such a great podcast because, I mean, we did our pre-interview and we did it through Zoom. And Zoom is a tool that she uses every day, just like the rest of us but she uses it in a way of being able to read the lips of the people that she's zooming with. Yeah. And uh, we have, we have also accommodated with the fact of having not only when we have the conversations with Courtney, I turn the live captioning on. So at least there's some captioning going on while she can read our lips. And so that's been great. And so it's, it's been good to learn about a lot of things. She's really opened my eyes to a lot of things that I did not understand. And so we are taking efforts to take this podcast and turn it into a YouTube video that you can watch it. And so if you have a need for American Sign Language, Courtney does respond in ASL and everything that she uh, talks through. But we're also going to make sure that we caption everything that Courtney says. It's going to be a really good conversation. So I'm just so, so pleased and excited to be able to bring this conversation to everyone. Thank you, Barton. Well said. Now we bring you Courtney Cannon. It is my pleasure to welcome Courtney Cannon, She is the Undergraduate Enrollment and Youth Programs Marketing Strategist for Gallaudet University to the Higher Ed Marketer podcast. How are you doing this afternoon, Courtney? Thank you for having me here. I'm doing great. Happy October. Well, we appreciate you being a part of our show. To get things started, I would love to let everyone know how we became friends and how we came up for the topic of the podcast. Courtney reached out 
when we had our last webinar and wanted to know if we could have captioning. And it was the first time that we've had that question. And Bart did everything he could to make sure that we had it. And in the follow-up conversations, and as Courtney expressed appreciation, it became very apparent that that's something that a lot of webinars don't have. And we wanted to go into the conversation of inclusiveness in marketing. So Bart would love to, for you to, from your perspective, kind of go into how we further connected with Courtney. Yes. Thank you, Troy. This has been a great conversation that we've started. We did a pre-interview conversation with Courtney a couple of weeks ago. And one of the things that I wanted to talk with Courtney about, especially was just the idea of you know, being more sensitive and inclusive in, in the way that we do our marketing. Even in our brief conversation earlier, I learned a lot about the importance of even in Zoom, leveraging kind of a, a plain background to make it easier for Courtney to be able to read my lips and being able to, to do those types of things. And so I thought it would be great to just understand a little bit more from Courtney's point of view about inclusive marketing. And so Courtney, I'm curious, you know, your experience, not only of, of, you know, being able to receive that inclusiveness, but also as a marketer, how do you try to be more inclusive in the marketing that you're doing? That's a great question. I think it's important to include everyone when we try to market something. Because, for example, nobody can learn more about how education marketing than I saw a webinar that I wanted last week that I wanted to join and learn more. So I emailed them, Mac, that there was a teacher. Back and they would be captured. They emailed me back if they would try cut or back to the reputation page to sign up for the webinar. And I saw at the very bottom that it will be captured. Cut if I saw that if the best place in the monthly post, whatever however, what they're having, they are going to have to. Navigate through all that trouble to try to figure out if you would be accommodated from our thick people, our people. They don't have time to try to figure out if it will happen or not. So it's important to show that you will have it to be inclusive. That's great. I, I like the idea that it, it's it's a little bit on the part of the marketer to make sure that they can show that they are inclusive. I like the idea that you said that, you know, showing that somewhere in it, not, not as a, not as a postscript or an asterisk at the bottom of the page, but something to say, this is a a higher ed marketing webinar for everyone, comma, we are going to be including captioning for those who will need that, you know, and then tell about the, the, the story. I love that idea because I think that's a very small thing that could be done to really make it more inclusive for a lot of other folks. What are some of the things that you do at Gallaudet that help people feel more inclusive, whether it be from the deaf students that you serve or even from other areas throughout the university marketing? Gallaudet University, student population, much need that study to become Sandy was a trapper who had that club. She took me to that. 
Yes, that does actually. That's that's very good. And I have read a lot of um, statistics lately that even videos that are utilized on on LinkedIn for those who can hear, they're still wanting captions because sometimes it's not appropriate to have the audio on. And so I think that captioning not only can be more of an inclusive way to do marketing, but it's just, it's becoming a marketing technique that really needs to be done everywhere. I agree. Pat has a pretty to know the right way to capture. You don't want, you want to make sure that the captions have been now the piece and not copy the piece because the depth values. This to this expressor, and that's a huge part of the same crystal. So, and making sure that the colors of the capsule is able to see it. But in what is your video, sometimes has the capsule covered the hand that you can't see the sound but the capsule. We just have to make sure that the capsule approves it. That's great. Thank you. Thank you. Troy? Also in the earlier conversation, Courtney, you expressed the importance that within the deaf community that there is a bilingual, being bilingual, and I had not heard or understood the concept until you explained it, that it's important for one to not only be able to read lips, but also be able to sign. But it's also surprising that there are a lot of deaf people who aren't proficient at one or the other and wanted to know if you could kind of explain the concept and the importance of bilingual proficiency within the deaf community. I wanted to clear about something. Bilingual means sound in English. Not meaning that. So sound is the Family communication with the deaf community that they used to communicate and act a bit social with the deaf community. English is a pretty to learn because in the real world, everything is in English. Application, paperwork, people doing the job, emails, back and forth. Ah, that is in English. But that's a pretty to the deaf community because Shani Christ has its own 
Clima has its own structure. It's like Spanish. They have their own clima, same thing with Chinese. So it's a pretty for them to have both. Production. Why the weenie and the mean world and the Chinese to the top community to be part of that question. Thank you. That's very helpful to understand that better. And we really appreciate that. What would you say as far as how can traditional higher ed, I mean, certainly value that serves a very specific community. How can the rest of higher ed, because I, I, if I recall correctly, the college you attended was not Gallaudet. It was, I think it was Villanova. You know, there were ways that you needed to be able to be accommodated, not only through the inclusiveness in the marketing, but also just the inclusiveness on campus. So as higher ed marketers, what can we do to better serve our audiences to be more inclusive? That's a great question. the own aspect. Part maybe so. It depends on the population that they serve, through video, through picture, maybe interviews, but different members of the college community. I think that's really important to hear from someone at that college from a specific population, maybe a blind person. Hear this through someone in a country. How they get around. That's what we do in Atlanta College at University. We try to do a live three-year training because there's so many different depth backgrounds. Some are hurricane, don't know how to sign. Some are deaf, but they only need to sign, need They don't know how to read that. And then we have some in between. Mm-hmm. So we try to use a live three-year training from each that's great thank you and that's just a reminder too that troy i'm thinking about is the storytelling is such a big part of this and i love the fact that courtney has talked and encouraged us to do more storytelling through various means whether it's video pictures other things that can be leveraged but that reminds me of the conversation we had with jim small a couple weeks ago from notre dame university that he talked about the importance of storytelling so if you haven't heard that episode be sure to go back and listen to that as well Thank you, Bart. Courtney, as we bring it to a close, would like to know if there are any other aspects of inclusive marketing that marketers should keep in mind as they are preparing their marketing communication. How much more time do we have? (laughs) (laughs) As long as you need. I think maybe the most effective way to, is to try to put yourself in their shoes and see how it would be to receive that information. Maybe like a black person, how would they receive the information? How to market to them? Like the different disabilities, different backgrounds. Maybe try to put some tradition, have happily capacity, pick out the best strategy, and also maybe have a conversation with a person from that community. Like the same either with me, you have a conversation with me to learn more, better understand the community and how to reach them. 
Thank you. Thank you very much. We really appreciate you being a guest on the Higher Ed Marketer podcast. Thanks for having me. It's a honor to be here. It is our pleasure. Bart, do you have any parting words? Yeah, a couple of things that I wanted to point out, and I know that that Courtney just kind of made a, a very good case for empathetic marketing. Mm-hmm. We talk about some of the best marketing is always going to be from a, a, a standpoint of being empathetic to our audience. And whether that is uh, what Courtney kind of pointed out is getting in the shoes of different communities, whether they are uh, you know, deaf community, whether it's a blind community, whether it's a disability community, or even if it's other communities like first-generation college students or, or you know, students of Latino and background where maybe their parents don't speak uh, English, but they speak Spanish, really understanding how can we best accommodate, how can we best communicate, and how can we best market to these different audiences with these different um, ways. I mean, we're not all the same, and that's what makes the diversity of a university community so exciting is that we're not the same. And I think as marketers, it's our responsibility to understand that, to be empathetic, and then make sure that we do things that are not creating friction for those people who need it. So like Courtney said at the beginning, if we're going to make a webinar uh, captions available, let's put that up front so that she's not wasting an hour of her time trying to figure that out. And so I think that just, again, it goes back to empathy. It goes back to understanding and being willing to learn about everybody else. And I think that's really the key. And Courtney, thank you so much for spending time with us today. No problem. Courtney, we hope you don't mind if you have had fans that have been developed during this podcast. If we share your contact information, maybe can people reach out to you on LinkedIn? Yeah, that's fine. No problem. Very good. Well, again, that brings us to the end of another episode. The Higher Ed Marketer podcast is sponsored by Taylor Solutions, a creative and strategy higher ed agency in Indianapolis, Indiana and by Think Patented, a marketing execution company that is located in Dayton, Ohio. On behalf of Bart Kaler and myself, Troy Singer, thank you very much for joining us today. You've been listening to The Higher Ed Marketer. To ensure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you're listening with Apple Podcasts, we'd love for you to leave a quick rating of the show. Simply tap the number of stars you think the podcast deserves. Until next time.